Hey there, I'm Lee Rowley, and this is Lee After Dark. Why? Because there's more to being a business leader than just business. Each week, one brave entrepreneur ejects the elevator pitch and tells us about, well, whatever they want to talk about. Today, I have with me my friend, Sprindy. How are you today? I'm great. How are you? I am fantastic. Thank you. Now, Brandy, the rules are simple. For the next 20 minutes, we can discuss anything you want except business. If you're successful, you'll have five minutes afterward to pitch your business, tell us about your offer, how to get in touch with you, whatever you want to do. Uh, before, you know, when, during the interview, uh, each time you slip up and talk about business, eh, it's a one-minute penalty. Okay. So yeah, there's we're you know we like to keep it suspenseful, right? Yeah. Yeah, bring it on. I'm ready. <laughs> well, very cool. Are you ready to go? I'm going to start the timer here. And what are we getting into for the next twenty minutes? I don't know. What do you think? What should we think? <laughs> well, let me see. Send me the link for this call until. Okay. Like, so you're gonna okay. Until two minutes, yes. I okay. Well, we'll start with that. Uh, and I and I'm going to use every excuse in the book to to try to mitigate the damage here. But uh, you know, uh, I, I had this nagging feeling that there was something that I forgot to do this morning. And mind you, my morning started at approximately 3 a.m. when the cat started started doing this on my chest. And so I finally figured out what that thing was, was I, I didn't send everybody today the link for the call. So I, I've blown it already. So uh, yeah, I was sitting here waiting and waiting. 1030 comes and I'm like, mm, what's going on here? Mm -mm -mm. They're not yes. interested in talking to me. Oh, yeah. I, I, I get shady like that every once in a while. But, you know, uh, I, I don't claim to be perfect. So that that's always my out is, you know, I okay. can, yeah, I can just fall back on. Yeah, what are you going to do? It's just Lee. Okay, I forgive you. We could start over now. Thank you so much. Okay, so uh, now that we've got that out of the way and uh, back in your good graces, uh, so what, what, where do we want to start? You, you've got... Uh, uh, Let's start you... with number two. Number two. Okay. I don't remember what it was. You don't remember what? Just start with number two. What, you just picked the number at random? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> how, how I come up with my crazy posts. Oh yeah, that's a good one. That's all right. Let's start there. Uh, okay. So, um, honestly, the answer is, I don't know. It just comes to me. I have a crazy brain and I just sit down and with my phone or my computer, whatever it is. And I just start typing. And sometimes I'll start with one thing and something else will come out. Or sometimes I'll start with something and it turns into like craziness. So, you know, I don't know what's going on in there but it ends up coming out and people like it. Well, you know, it, it's, there's a lot of posturing online, you know, uh, and, you know, for me in, in my industry, it's, it's always about, you know, be perfection and, and looking more professional and uh, having better polish and you know, going and getting the 4k video like that matters if you're watching it on your phone on Facebook. Right. Uh, you know, but trying to get to this level of perfection that's just people can't relate to. Yeah. I'm very real. I'm very honest. I'm very open. Um, yeah. and that brings, like if you, if you've read my posts, especially recently, I talk about mental health and um, my experience and what I've been going through lately. I'm very honest. I'm very open. I'm very real. You know, 
I'm not perfect. No one's perfect. Um, and so that's what I try to put in my posts instead of putting all that, you know, Oh, everything's great. And I made $10,000 this week alone. And Oh, look, I'm great at marketing. No, forget it. Like, I don't want to hear that. I want to see the real stuff, you know, and that's how I am. I'm honest always. Absolutely. And I think people find that refreshing and maybe in some degree, empowering uh, you know, has it been your experience that you know you tend to attract people who are like wow i wish i could be like that i wish that i could uh let you know let down the filters and just be more who i am yeah so i've gotten messages from a couple of individuals who want, some tell me like listen uh, thank you so much i'm going through something similar but I don't have the courage to speak up and it's nice to know I'm not alone. Then I get the people who are like, wow, I use LinkedIn for business only. And for, to see that on there is just like, wow, you're so brave to put that out there. And even though I'm going through it, I don't want to put it out there. I have to be professional and I don't want to like put my personal life out there. Mm -hmm. So like those two types of people, um, you know, like to, you know, they message me and they're like, thank you. Um, I'm very, very passionate about mental health awareness um, and, and treatment. Um, I've been suffering myself since I was a teenager from depression. And at this point, it's over half my life. So I've, I've been through it all. And I have family members who also struggle with other um, mental health issues and, you know, conditions. So I've seen a lot um, and I'm not afraid to talk about it. Um, in, in the Jewish community, in the Orthodox community, you know, it's something that people don't talk about for fear of being shunned or not getting a shidduch, you know, a match when it's time to get married. Mm. It's a big thing in our community. We get married young and we usually get set up by a matchmaker. So if somebody has a mental health past, something that they went through or they're on medication, they don't want anyone to know because it can tarnish their image and nobody will recommend them. So it's a big problem. And there are a lot of divorces that take place because after marriage, the spouse finds out um, that the person they married is on medication or is not really who they thought they were. Mm -hmm. um, so I, you know, I was open with my, when I was dating my ex-husband, I, I was open with him and it's not why we got divorced. It had nothing to do with mental health issues because he was aware of it and that wasn't a problem. Um, so, and, and same thing with my other family members who had issues, very open and honest. We tell everybody, we don't, we don't want to hide anything. So that's why I'm open about it in public. I'm not scared. Yes. Now I'm again, in the dating scene and I want to get remarried, but I'm not scared. And if somebody doesn't want to get to know me or date me or marry me because of my issues, my mental health problems, then that's their problem, not mine. Mm -hmm. That absolutely is true. Absolutely true. And that's fantastic that you're willing to speak up about that because there are so many people who uh, don't have that strength. You know, because for, for one reason or another, and just hearing someone else validate their feelings and validate what they're going through, 
you know, can, can be all the difference, you know, because, you know, I don't, I don't think, you know, especially when those, and, you know, I will openly admit that uh, I'm bipolar too. So, uh, you know, I, I function pretty well, but, you know, behind the scenes, there's a lot of things that, you know, you don't see. Uh, but it's, it's, a, it's a huge challenge, you know, to, to feel isolated, you know, and, and once you're, you don't feel so isolated, then, you know, you can say it's, it's not that the suffering's gone, but that you, I think, uh, become more able to manage it. Yeah. I was actually telling somebody that um, yesterday, they, you know, complimented me on my post that I posted the other day about mental health and my, what I'm going through now. And they said, wow, that was amazing. And I said, but you know what? It didn't help me. Like, I still feel crappy. Um, but it does. But then I woke up the next day today and I'm like, you know, what? I'm feeling a little better. So it doesn't take away the pain. Definitely not. Mm -mm. But it helps a little bit to know that people hear me. And, you know, some people are going through the same thing. So I am, I'm not really alone, even though I feel very alone. You're, you're far from alone. And I would say there are people who hear you that maybe don't speak out or they don't click like, or they don't, uh, you know, comment or, or reach out for whatever, just for fear of someone seeing their name, you know, associated with, I mean, I've seen that happen, but there are those people who are watching and listening from the sidelines and you don't even know they're there, but you're impacting their lives. So it's an amazing thing. Yeah, it's kind of weird. I don't, I don't, I don't think about that very often. Well, yeah, you know, that's true. And you know, when you're in the moment, it's it's good not to, uh, because then it becomes more about a performance than than what you really want to do, which is just be real. Right. I was telling someone else. I, I didn't. I just realized how much I have gained so many relationships through LinkedIn. But um, somebody else, I was telling that. I use LinkedIn as a therapy for myself um, because, and I'm not trying to bring business in here. Believe me, this is just one sentence and you'll see if I'm not bringing business, but I'm not focusing mm -hmm. on my business in general right now. That's the only sentence. Okay. All right. Um, and so for me, I'm not link using LinkedIn for that right now. I'm using it for myself. Um, and I can use my, my writing and my thoughts to just get my feelings out there. And then I still, and I have it and it's there and I could always go back and look at it and see where I've come from. It's another thing I like about it. Um, so people tell me I'm making an impact on them, but for me, it's actually for me. I'm doing it for myself. Absolutely. Absolutely. You know, you're, you're related, relating your own experiences. And like you say, if you're connecting with others who have similar experiences, then again, yeah, that, that makes it easier for, for you to, to work alongside it as well. And you know, I say work alongside because it, it never really goes away. We just learn to function with it. Exactly. You know, to the best of our abilities and when we can. So, yeah. and, you know, that, that, that's a huge challenge to get to that point where you can be okay enough with yourself to 
allow that room and that space, you know, to just be like, okay, this is what it is. And I'm just working alongside it. Yeah. For me, it's, it's been so long. I don't even know who I would be if I wasn't a person struggling with depression, meaning I was diagnosed so young. I was a teenager. Mm -hmm. I don't even remember half of it. So to think who am I is like, no, this is me. Cause I've always been this way. Um, and that's, that's also something I've struggled with. Like, who am I? Like, am I just going to be this depressed person my whole life? No, I want to be happy. And I guess my real self comes out when I'm posting, I'm mm -hmm. a funny outgoing person. And that's, that's who I am inside. Even though I may not feel that way, that's what comes out. And that, that's mm -hmm. it's sort of a therapy, you know, like, Oh, there I am. <laughs> that's really cool. And I can certainly relate to that. Uh, you know, I, I, I tend to use humor in my writing as as kind of that outlet and kind of the, the that reframing of what actually goes on underneath the skin. So I mean, it's it's it, to me, uh, I've never been a big fan of of just going online and just being like, oh, poor pitiful me, and life is so awful, and you know, things like that. Um, but you know, it, it informs a lot of the humor that I use. So, and, and, you know, it's probably the same case for you, I would suspect. Yeah, definitely. I mean, I, my family is, is crazy um, in a good way. And we use humor all the time. And my parents themselves, they could be fighting. And then all of a sudden, one of them cracks a joke. They start laughing. And then the fight is over. I mean, they still argue about what they want to argue about. <laughs> but I've seen humor as something to it's just it helps in so many different aspects of life and different things and so humor is like i was born with it um and that's the way you know i am so we can use it as a as an outlet and people use it to cover up their true emotions i mean i've seen that um many times mm -hmm. but for me it's not just covering emotions it's it's who i am you know come to my house you'll see we're cracking jokes we're laughing all the time your cheeks are gonna hurt <laughs> I can imagine. I can imagine. Yeah. So, yes, uh, I, I'm imagining a house full of people with the, with your energy and personality that you know well, behind it, and you know, and, in just different ways, just going going crazy. It, it sounds like wonderful chaos. Yes, yeah, so, I mean, I'm really I'm the only child left at home. Okay. Um, I live with my parents now that I'm divorced, though, so with my daughter. Mm -hmm. But when we all get together, like over the holidays, we just had some holidays last month. Um, we were all together, and it was nuts. I mean, my cheeks were hurting myself because <laughs> I'm laughing so much. So, absolutely fantastic. Absolutely. Can I tell you a joke? Yeah, no. Please. I charge for. Mm, all right. Okay, so I want it. I, I can't post this, and you'll hear why. Okay. It's not so bad. It's just something. Okay. So is this, there was a man on a helicopter and he had three grenades, grenades with him and he's flying over this little town and he drops one grenade. He sees it and he doesn't see anything blow up. He drops another grenade and doesn't see anything. Um, 
And then he drops the third one and he sees a, a big explosion. Um, and so then he lands his helicopter and starts walking through the town. And he comes to a man crying over a little boy. And, you know, the man's crying hysterically. And he goes, what's wrong? He said, oh, I was playing ball with my son. And out of nowhere, a grenade came and, and it hit him. And, and he's dead. And uh, you know, whatever, he's my only son. And so the man said, oh, I'm so sorry to hear that. My condolences. And he continues to walk you know, along. And about 100 feet away, there's a woman um, crying over a man. And what's wrong? What's wrong? Oh, I was walking with my husband and out of nowhere, this, this thing came and hit him in the head. And, you know, and now he's gone. I don't know what to do. I lost my husband. And he says, oh, my condolences. I'm so sorry to hear that. And then he walks another hundred feet and he comes to a man hysterically laughing, like so laughing so hard he almost couldn't breathe. And he says to him, wow, what's so funny? What happened? He goes, I farted and the building behind me blew up. Come on. <laughs> we done. This is what I feel like right now, man. Come on. Oh. oh thank you so much. That was that was hysterically anticlimactic. Oh really? It, you didn't like that one? I I said it was hysterically anticlimactic. Okay. I have to try better next time. Yeah, on, on the inside, you know. <laughs> that was mean was what that was. And I, I have a feeling it was intentionally mean. Yeah, that's the point. I, I didn't I know. It that's why I make it funny. What? Yeah, I messed it up a little bit, I realized. But it's fine. It's okay. It's like, yeah, a man walks into a bar. He says, ouch. Okay, that's stupid, though. <laughs> Wait a minute. I walk what, into what redeeming plot point did your joke have that mine didn't? Mine was just shorter. But because I walk... Okay, forget it. I don't know. <laughs> I'm not arguing. You kind of are. Okay. Uh, before this devolves into, like, I, I'm pretty sure you could probably knock me out so we're i'm gonna just uh uh have a good thing anything else you think of uh linkedin tips nothing to do with my business by the way and you've got two minutes and 15 seconds oh boy um linkedin tips i don't know what tips do i have i think monty clark has been posting 10 tips for 10 days today was his last day he gave okay. some really amazing linkedin engagement tips and today he did the don'ts. The last day was don't do this. And there were a lot of things on there that were like, yes, go for it. A hundred percent. I added a couple in the comments, but there's some things that like, you just don't, um, like you can't put in a post. Like this morning I got a connection request, hit connect within a minute, I get the message. It wasn't a, it wasn't a pitch. It was actually a nice good morning message. And, um, this is what I do. And I see that you're in this business and, you know, it's nice to connect with you. And he wasn't asking me for anything. Wasn't trying to pitch me his services. Very nice. But he sent three like pictures. 
okay? Good morning, have a blessed day, all this, whatever. And I said, okay, thank you very much. Nice to connect with you, whatever. He sends more pictures. I'm like, okay, thank you. And then, <laughs> yeah, and then he sent more pictures. And I'm like, no, what, why? Like, you already said good morning. You already said have a blessed day. You already said nice to connect with you. Mm. Why do you have to send me all these pictures? Like, now they're going to save to my phone. What, why? You know? Yeah, that's, that makes no sense whatsoever. Yeah. But he also endorsed me for every single skill that I have listed. So, whatever. <laughs> I guess people with too much time on their hands. I don't know. I, I, I don't get it. But I'm assuming that's a don't. Don't, yeah. don't send people pictures of... Hey, I, you don't have to say what he was sending pictures of. I don't... No, no. It was nice stuff. It was like okay. a picture of flowers, a picture of a rainbow, a picture of like uh, wishing you a wonderful weekend. Nice Okay. Well, okay. Not, nothing inappropriate. Cool. But it was just like, why? Just send one, not to send 20. Do you have any idea how old he was? People, people older than I am tend to do that more. He probably is older than me. Yeah, it doesn't take like much. like that. Like my mom does that. Oh, okay. So I mean, I not on LinkedIn, but you know, I get the barrage of like little stupid sticker, uh, you know, puppies and stuff in my uh, Facebook Messenger occasionally. Uh -huh. so. so you're saying I should have I have to pity on him because he's old. Well, does it require pity? Or does he just require a, okay, that's just who he is. It was a joke. Did you see my <laughs> hmm? Did I, I see what? I smiled when I said it. I said, should I pity on him? Like, as a joke. Okay, so I missed one, all right? Jeez. I'm very sarcastic. Yeah, no, really? No, no, I'm not actually. No, I'm not sarcastic. I never, I've never, I've never guessed. But you know what? Uh, we have successfully completed the non-business portion of the Lee After Dark 20-minute challenge. Yay! And confetti Yay! and everything. Woo! Yeah. I, I'm going to have to get, like, one of those, like, uh, well, I've got my soundboard set up. I just want to get connected with, like, the, the, the angels, uh, oh, you know, sort of thing. I, I need to get that going. Uh, but, I, like, I've been doing lots of podcasts, so uh, I haven't had time. Well, anyway... So now it's time. You've got five minutes if you want to talk about your business, tell people how to get in touch with you, whatever you want. You can make fun of me too. That's whatever floor's yours. I would never make fun of you. But um, what do I do? I'm a project funding specialist. You can call me a loan consultant, a loan broker. I don't prefer the word broker because you have to be licensed to do that, and I'm not. So I use the word consultant okay. or project funding specialist and my job is to connect people who need the money to the people who have the money it's a very simple way to say it but I only deal with project financing projects are not a term loan for personal use uh, it is not a line of credit for real estate investors um, it's not a merchant cash advance it's not those small business loans Project funding is when somebody has a multi-million or even billion-dollar project that they want to complete. It could be building a apartment complex. It could be building a resort. It could be a factory to produce clothing. Who knows? 
any huge project or business venture that needs money. And they don't want to go to an equipment financing person for the equipment. And they don't want to go to a real estate person for the real estate finance part of it. They want to put it all together. So they come to a project project funding specialist. Um, So it's equipment, construction, even land acquisition could be part of it. Um, Working capital, salaries, wages, all everything bundled into one. They give a pitch deck, a project summary. And then I look it over, and if I feel that it's legitimate and it makes sense, I will present it to the investors in my network who will tell me if they're interested. Um, And we go from there. I'm the middleman. Usually don't exchange information between the investor and the client until a later point when they're moving forward to funding. Um, Everything goes through me. Uh, like I'm, um, I'm a funding matchmaker. Um, Very nice. Yeah. So the best way to get in touch with me is either through LinkedIn or emailing me at brindy at brguestfunding.com. B, the letter B, R, the letter R, guest, G-U-E-S-T-F-U-N-D-I-N-G.com. Um, but, and I'm just going to make this, uh, statement. I'm not accepting new clients until 2020. So you can definitely reach out to me and tell me your ideas, send me your summaries, but I will not um, give you uh, the attention you need to get the funding. Um, just there's a lot of personal things going on in my life um, and I just have to take a break. So not until 2020. Good to know. Well, she's uh, obviously, Brandy, you're a, an excellent connection to have. Uh, and so, you know, connect, I'd connect with her on LinkedIn anyway and just follow her, you know, and, and enjoy her post. So we met at like, what, 10 o'clock? I don't know. It was, maybe it was after midnight or something to last night. So, uh, you know, I haven't really had a, a chance to immerse in the, in the Brandy world. But, uh, you know, I'm, I'm getting a sense that it's a, a pretty entertaining place to be. Yeah, you are in for a treat. Absolutely. Well, I have very much enjoyed uh, talking with you. Thank you very much for coming on the show with me today. And and I've enjoyed learning about you. Thank you for having me. I enjoyed uh, speaking with you as well. Well, thank you. Well, we are out of time. If you found Lee After Dark more entertaining and relevant than most of the drag out there, give our hosts over at IPMNation.com some love or subscribe on YouTube, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Stitcher, iTunes, and wherever the heck else this show ends up. This is Lee Rowley with my good friend, Brian D. Until next time, be present and be well.